Hide your kids. Lock the doors. You're listening to HR's most dangerous podcast. Chad Sowash and Joel Cheeseman are here to punch the recruiting industry right where it hurts. Complete with breaking news, brash opinion, and loads of snark. Buckle up, boys and girls. It's time for the Chad and Cheese Podcast. Oh, yeah. What up, yo? Welcome to another episode of the Chad and Cheese Podcast. I'm Joel Cheeseman. I'm Chad Sowash. On this week's show, Ladders embraces its inner TMZ. Indeed goes deeper into ATS waters, and a new job site reminds us feminism will cost you just $48 a year. <laughs> Grab a cold one if it's beer 30 where you are. We'll be right back after a quick word from Sovereign. Google. Lever. Intello. Monster. Jibe. What do these companies, and hundreds of others, have in common? They all use Sovereign technology. Some use our software to help people find the perfect job, while others use our technology to help companies find the perfect candidate. Sovereign has been the global leader in recruitment intelligence software since 1996, and we can help improve your hiring process, too. We'd love to help you make a perfect match. Visit Sovereign.com, S-O-V-R-E-N.com, for a free demo. Dude, those companies... That's a better ad. That's a good ad. That, that's, that's a hell uh, of an ad. That's that's their in-house somebody. That's somebody at Sovereign uh, doing the voiceover. So, yeah, we did. We and we didn't write it, and they voiced it. Google, Lever, Intello, Jot. I mean, there's some pretty. I mean, we talk about all those companies. And thank God we know how to say Lever now. Lever, sure. <laughs> lever. We could lever, be. We could be Lever. Lever, 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 Lever. All right. Um, yeah. So let's get to it. Apparently, we have. Um, I don't know. We have a few fans out there and we never thought we'd get them, but uh, they message us on Facebook. They email us. They come out of the woodwork. Uh, they tell us when we're wrong, when we're right. Uh, at a boy, you suck, whatever it is. So we're going to we're going to start uh, some shout outs before each show and uh, also let people know that uh, we have, an, I guess, a new hashtag that we're going to be pimping. Uh, hashtag Chad Cheese. If you want to engage with us in any way, uh, Chad Cheese hashtag. So, Chad, you got a few shout outs uh, this week. What are they? Oh, yeah. Jonathan Duarte, our buddy out there, reminded us that uh, DICE was or is on the Google Jobs API. Joel and I actually talked about this weeks ago, and go figure it slipped our minds. I don't think we had enough uh, coffee last week. Um, but yeah, thanks, Jonathan. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Thanks, Jonathan. Keep listening. And, uh, man, QAQC around here sucks, so uh, we, we need you to listen. Uh, big shout out to our favorite listener who tweets us all the flipping time. Love you, Job Board Doctor. Uh, he's always tweeting us and uh, get a bunch of listeners who uh, sure would... dude has no life. <laughs> but we do love him. We love you, doctor. We love him. We love him. Hey, you find us again on Twitter, hashtag Chad Cheese. Last but not least, I'm going to slaughter this guy's name, Mark Wiedek. And I'm probably slaughtering that name. Um, Mark is the CEO the, the of Hive. The Weed High... Man, as his friends the, refer to him. The, the Weed Man. The Mark weed. is the CEO. The CEO of HiQ Labs and is the little guy's vantage point from the whole LinkedIn fighting against the the, the big Goliath LinkedIn. Um, so Mark, Microsoft, 
and Microsoft, we, we want to tell your story, man. We want to tell Haikyuu's story, your fight against LinkedIn, Microsoft, so call us. Our listeners would love to hear your David and Goliath story. Yeah, bring the slingshot. By, by the way, Haikyuu, uh, you shared with me this week. I, I'm not really sure what to make of it. It's a page. Uh, let's give the listeners the URL here real quick. Uh, it's Haikyuu Labs, so HIQLabs.com slash legal. They have a hashtag. They have a T-shirt. Uh, it's I'm with High Q hashtag, yeah. and this page, it's a little odd. I mean, they they have the PDF downloads of like the transcripts from the hearings, the injunctions, but there's really TROs. nothing about like sign up for more information or share this with your friends to fight the man. So I'm not really sure what the page is supposed to accomplish, but. Um, yeah, if you want to know more and, and by the way, their, their Twitter hashtag has like what, five at like shout outs or something. So it's like, I think less than 10. So I'm not sure that's an, uh, that's indicative of no one cares. I think it's just, I'm not sure there's confusion out there maybe of, of how do I, you know, express my disdain for LinkedIn and what they're doing. Um, so anyway, we, thought we'd we mention that. I don't, I don't really have anything more than that. We see we see this in our industry all the time, though. We see a ton of content being put out, but nobody actually goes into marketing mode and starts to really to really like, get that groundswell going. Right? It is ridiculous. You put a, the, like a a great page out there. You've got a hashtag. You've got videos, and then you don't promote them. Nobody watches them. You spent all that money and all that time for nothing. People get out there, create a groundswell for God's sakes, quit creating, creating great content and then doing nothing with it. Just give me the, 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 the chicklets of, you know, how to share this thing uh, with my network and I'll probably do it. But if you require me to copy and paste the URL and then go to like, just make it easy for me to talk about it, uh, make, you know, what's my call to action? Is it download a PDF? Cause that sucks if that's the call to action. But anyway, we don't really know what the page is for. So it may just be a legal information page. And if that's Come the on, case, Mark. then fine. But, but there's a hashtag. And so there's, there's at least signs that this should be some sort of groundswell movement against, against LinkedIn. But yeah, let's get him on the show and find out what's going on and uh, maybe help his movement uh, for our listeners who want to know more and want to support him. That's right. So going to the little guy to the big guy, as we're known to do, yeah. uh, indeed made an, an acquisition uh, last week or a couple weeks ago, um, which we didn't get to because there was so much news last week. But they acquired a company called Interviewed. And, and what does Interviewed do? It's assessment-powered hiring automation. So it's, it's really kick-ass assessments is what it is your words not theirs yeah, ass. No. well i'm just trying to translate it for the listener because what the hell is high you know assessment powered hiring information it's it's the way to get people in get them get them tested get them into your your pipeline and we're seeing a lot of this you know we we really are which is really cool but what what i'd like to i'd like to point out mr cheeseman is that um who in the world would believe that Indeed would actually buy this shit themselves? I mean, they, they're actually in acquisition mode. Remember when you were talking about how they were going to build all this shit? And I said, dude, there's no way in hell they're going to have to buy to catch up. They're doing it, man. And that's freaking awesome. <laughs> so you want me to say that you were right? Is that what you want from me? You don't have to say that because that's pretty – it just, it just happens, you know? I mean, you know <laughs> – 
<laughs> and traditionally, Indeed doesn't do this. Um, and you know, unless they're on the uh, the garbage pile of of, of failed companies, simply yep. hired. <laughs> um, Indeed <laughs> doesn't normally do this. So, no. you know, the, is it a reaction to holy crap? Google's getting into our space. LinkedIn is yes. you know being serious about stuff, and Facebook is yes. you know, like it's hey, we got to catch up, and maybe acquisitions are a better way to do that. Um, and interviewed is not some big brand. I mean, interviewed is not um, a, a well-known company that they're going to get a ton of clients and really make a big splash. It sounds like a piece of technology that they they needed or wanted. Uh, interviewed was probably cheap for them to pick up. So, you know, good for them. This is if this is the strategy, um, and it takes them further into ATS te- territory, right? It takes them further into that whole whole game that they have to get into. I've got to say, big kudos. I'm usually hard on Indeed, but I mean, big kudos to Indeed for really realize. I mean, realizing that they can't build this shit themselves. They've got to go out, find startups. Man, this is the time to do it. Hell, you know, you can't buy Slack right now because it's like nine billion freaking dollars. But um, you know, look at these, look at these startups, man. Start pulling them in, and I'm just hoping because we talked about Indeed's. Uh, we had some screenshots of their 1980s. Uh, recording, uh, interview recording uh, process on, on their site. I hope this is actually replacing all of that junk that they have on now. And they're really looking to upgrade uh, and kick ass and take names because they're going to have to build a portfolio. They can't be the Google of jobs anymore. All right. So let's, let's try to look around the corner. Uh, who, who should they be talking to or who did, who's on their shopping list? You think? I think I don't know names wise, but I think messaging services very smart. Uh, you take a look at the chat bots that are going on. We we'll talk about a company a little bit later that is doing some really cool stuff, streamlining with chat bots. Um, you know, I, I I believe a company like Indeed can help the talent acquisition professional really start to streamline and better understand how to embed some of these practices uh, in their current day to day. Um, and the reason why they can do that is because the companies are already using Indeed, right? They're not using Interviewed. Now they're pulling Interviewed into a core of companies that are already using Indeed. And now there's this new module that they can start to introduce. So I think, you know, it, it's, it, again, a great strategy from Indeed to start to take a look at these types of, uh, these types of organizations. So messaging um, and, and then all the different components that could come along with uh, really making fluid applicant tracking systems. I wouldn't have guessed that you would have said messaging. Um, so that's interesting. I would, uh, I would probably throw my hat into the people search business. Although the whole high Q and what is LinkedIn going to do with this stuff and how does Intello and hiring, like to me, to me, there are probably some legal hurdles that indeed is, does not necessarily want to, um, you know, tread that land of, of minds that are out there, but you know, people search would be an interesting place for them to go. So yeah, we'll see. I, I agree that they're going to spend some of that money, try to play catch up, try to, you know, um, leapfrog, uh, potential competition. And it'll be fun to watch because indeed historically has not been on the acquisition tear. So it's kind of fun to see them, um, get into it. So what you're saying now is that you do not believe that they're going to build this shit themselves. Is that what I'm hearing? Um, I think they will when they can. I mean, they have a talented team there in Austin. Um, yeah, they elsewhere. do. 
and elsewhere. Um, but yeah, it's in some cases, you know, if you can pick up stuff that integrates nicely, I mean, I think, you know, they're getting into ATS land, they're getting into platform land, you know, career site, you know, this is, it's going to be battle of the platforms and they're trying to build that platform as quickly as they can because they have really big com- competitors that are, that are doing it as well. Didn't I just I mean, see it's a matter of time before LinkedIn does this stuff? Too. Didn't I just see, I could be wrong, but didn't I just see that indeed bought like office space in Seattle? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah, dude, which it has to be a talent play. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Seattle, uh, Washington, at least from an IT development standpoint, um, incredibly rich with, with talent there. So a great move. Yep. Yeah. Acquire talent, acquire companies. It's, uh, it, the race is on and, you know, kudos to indeed by saying like, instead of sitting on our laurels (laughs) monster, um, we're actually going to, uh, we're actually going to do some stuff and try to make a difference. But you heard the bell as I did, so let's move on. Um, this, this, this will be a topic that we continue with. Um, I wrote a story uh, this past week for ERE uh, entitled HR is the New PR. It was just essentially um, a story talking about how companies – what I said was journalism is, you know, it's, I don't, it's dying, okay. It's, it's hurting at least. Companies, you know, newspapers are laying off. Journalists need jobs. And a lot of those journalists are going to PR. Um, so PR is very competitive, right? Like to get your new product, to get your company talked about on, you know, TechCrunch and Fast Company and whatever else is incredibly competitive. So companies are realizing, hey, if we talk about HR, that's a way to get us press because press is more likely to talk about, you know, our flex time um, our flex time um, policy or our, uh, oh, I don't know, um, our lavish stock options than they would uh, a company release of a new product or a new feature of our website. Mm-hmm. So it's we've talked a long time about recruiting is marketing, is recruiting and marketing. And, and so it seems like PR might be uh, the catalyst to really pull HR and recruiting into marketing and marketing into recruiting because companies by and large don't bridge this gap. And I think that PR is starting to wake up companies to uh, think of HR as a marketing uh, component and recruiting to work with marketing uh, with images. You know, you and I were in Minnesota recently for the uh, TA Tech conference. Right. Another shout out for them real quick. We'll be there in Denver uh, next month. But um you know, we met uh, the the woman from uh, Quicken Loans. Yeah, new position with the company. Her job is essentially to be a conduit between marketing and recruiting to get them to work together. Because essentially, they should be because they both benefit from each other. Yeah, well, there's no question there. I, well, first off, I'd like to say that uh, you know journalism was dying. We hear about the the, the failing Wall Street Journal uh, with the current administration. Man, it's booming over there now because uh, there's so much going on. So newspapers, yes, uh, they, they're definitely definitely not where they were. But when it comes down to the PR side of the house and the branding side of the house and marketing. You know, it's almost like talent acquisition hasn't really understood. HR hasn't understood the power that they have um, from a brand, from a PR standpoint. And they're just starting to wake up. I mean, they've been asleep at the wheel for years. Um, this is a great opportunity for, for HR, for talent acquisition, for recruiting, um, to understand that this 
everything that they do on a day-to-day standpoint is going to be associated. It already is, but even more so to PR and branding, um, much like the candidate experience, how you're treating your candidates and those candidates who are could also be customers. Um, there's this life cycle thing that happens that you know we um, really haven't pushed hard enough on HR and the recruiting side of the house. You know, we want to we want to be at the table, that seat at the table. We have to understand that we impact business every single day. We're not a cost center. We drive talent. We drive this entire organization, whatever organization that might be, because talent drives the organization. Um, and PR drives the organization. You've got the power there. Wake up, for God's sakes, and start using it. I mean, the benefits of, of treating HR as, as an advertising or marketing medium um, is incredibly powerful. I mean, yes. you make, you make your, your current employees happy. You become a place where people want to work. Uh, your CEO, you know, is, is happy because, you know, stock price and companies. I mean, if you're written about in newspapers and online, your CEO gets interviewed. So you get more, you know, more, uh, more uh, candidates that come through the door. One thing that one ad I, I remembering, it's not specifically recruiting, but it's have you seen the Johnsonville brought ads oh, yeah. uh, this summer where the employees like make up uh-huh. the content of the ads? I assume oh, yeah. that's true. I assume these are really employees that are making up these weird ads and God, they're making so. ads from what the employees are saying. Like so to me, that looks like a cool place to work. Um, it's really fun that they're highlighting and, and featuring their employees like this. And I might be more willing to buy Johnsonville brats because the commercial made me feel that way. So the company wins on all aspects because they've treated HR as a as sort of marketing platform. No, I agree. I agree hundred percent. And I want to give a quick shout out in the middle to Elizabeth and Leslie over at uh, Quicken Loans because they, they gave us some really good insight to the day today over there at uh, Quicken Loans. So that was cool. It's the shout-out show this yeah. week on the Chad and Cheese podcast. Boom. Uh, all right. Perfect timing. Um, let's uh, get a quick for- word from America's Job Exchange. And when we come back, we're going to talk about ladders and VCV, which sounds really uh, cryptic. But, yeah, it'll make sense when we very, come back. Very Russian. Yeah. America's Job Exchange is celebrating our 10th year as an industry leader in diversity recruitment and OFCCP compliance. We've been helping our 1,000-plus customers comply with OFCCP regulations that directly support positive and effective diversity recruitment designed to attract and convert veterans, individuals with disabilities, women, and minorities, and empower employers to pursue and track active outreach with their local community-based organizations. Want to learn more? Call us at 866-926-6284 or visit us at www.com. AmericasJobExchange.com. It's not the ladders anymore, Chad. It's just ladders. Yeah. Well, it, it is. Although if you go to if you do, if you just go to ladders.com, you get like real ladders to help you <laughs> scale walls and stuff. I mean, what to, what is that, right? I mean, seriously, if you want to go to ladders, you want to go to their website. It is theladders.com, theladders.com, whatever the hell else. But then you rebrand as just ladders. I mean, how in the hell? I mean, I just don't get it, guys. I just don't get they've, it. They've had some legal issues in the past. You know, they've had some branding issues in the past. So, you know, I mean, maybe this is this is a way to do that. But um, we reported a while back that they recently hired a bunch of journalists to write content for the site. 
Um, so I went out to sort of investigate what they were doing. And I got to tell you, like, I wanted to really hate what they were doing, but I couldn't at the end disagree or hate on what they were doing. Now you hate what they're doing and we disagree on this and that's fine. So a little bit of context, uh, ladders understands that content, you know, is King, right? That job boards historically have enjoyed free content by the job postings on their site or creating pages of job listings and creating more of those. And, and Google has over the years said, eh, not so much. Um, obviously Google for jobs launching means your pages of job listings are going to go further and further down, uh, the organic search list. And with ladders, you know, one thing we agree on that is kind of whack is people have to register to actually look for jobs. Ridiculous. So they're going to create content to drive traffic because they don't have the job postings to drive content. So anyway, you know, I think it's interesting with all Google's doing and, you know, taking up basically the home, the first page of results for any job search that you do is to say, what if we actually hire some of these journalists to create content and drive traffic that way and drive job seeker traffic that way? So that's the context. They've hired about three or four professional journalists. I mean, people with degrees from, um, you know, real colleges and real graduate degrees and real uh, experience with, you know, journalistic entities. So these folks are writing posts, which to your point are very clickbaity. They're very TMZ-ish, you know, very risk, not risque, but, you know, they, they play on subject lines. They want you to click on the story, which is very common today. And you yeah. hate so why don't you get out your rant about clickbait and how whack it is before we go any further? Well, it, it devalues the source overall. So if you start seeing all these crappy articles with women that are licking their lips and I mean, it's just, it's freaking crazy, dude. It devalues the actual source. So if somebody sees that that's coming from the ladders and it's just totally TMZ Kardashian-esque type of content, which is just literally crap and dumbs down the industry and the person reading it, um, they're just not going to go to ladders content anymore. Uh, so, I mean, from that standpoint, it's a dude, it, it, it's, it's horrible. It, it is horrible. But I took it, I took a step back to, to, to go a little bit deeper. And I saw that, you know, they, a couple of days, I mean, they're putting anywhere from five to seven, maybe 10 articles out in a single day. And I understand that if you're putting that much content out, some of it's going to suck. I mean, period, you're going to get duds. You're going to get the TMZ stuff. But, uh, so I'm, I'm kind of forgiving the ladders to a point. Um, and we know you're listening ladders. We know you're listening. Um, we don't, I would, I would ask, no, we know they're listening. I would, I would ask that they focus on more high quality articles because it's less TMZ shit, Kardashian shit that they do. The industry so there, will there, hold them. on. There are no Kardashian articles. They're now Kardashian they like, like, yeah, it's like how not to fall asleep in a meeting or, yeah. I mean, come on, that up. but stuff like that, you know, five ways to make your boss do jumping jacks or something. Six, so, six phrases that will make you yes. sound clueless so, at work. I mean, it's just it, it's stupid shit, dude. So, so I dug, I dug deeper, uh, cause I did a story on it and you know, you can look at how many social shares, you know, some of these stories get mm-hmm. and, you know, agree with it or disagree with it. People are sharing this stuff. Um, in, in mass amounts in some cases in the tens of thousands of shares 
Um, that's hard to hate on. Like they've actually hired journalists. They've actually, they're actually writing stories and it's hard to hate on the journalist if the people want the stories that are getting shared. So are the journalists just giving the people what they want? I mean, they could write economist type articles oh, and maybe get now. shared a hundred times. On. We can give everybody, goal, we can give everybody to big goal. traffic. Jesus. Their goal is not to win awards for journalism. Their job is to drive eyeballs and then drive people to give them their contact information. So you, to me, they're doing their job. You might not agree with it, but people are consuming it, apparently. They're sharing it with friends. And I, we don't know how well the company's doing, but they're probably getting traffic and getting you know resumes from this, uh, from this strategy. And I think if you're a job site looking to, you know... Uh. Get Don't more do traffic. This. You should you should explore what the ladders Don't is do doing this. and saying how do we get because historically be better. What job boards do is they hire you know they hire developing country writers to just write stuff to just write junk. Really. Yeah, so yeah. It's different junk. The junk used to be <laughs> it's different junk. What, right, you, the junk food used to be you know. Five tips on hi- on writing your resume and ten ways to uh, you know uh, impress on an interview with your suit. You know, like what to wear on an interview. That used that used to be in ten years ago what the content was, and people would you know target searches that were on Google and yada yada yada. Now the junk food is you know five ways to stay awake in a meeting or whatever, right? So. You know, but you're having real journalists write one and you're having, you know, college kids with no journalistic experience at all writing other ones. I mean, if if you're a job board that's still writing the five ways to write a resume, you need to really start thinking about how do we write content that people will share on social media, um, may or may not link to, etc. Because that's what the Ladders is doing. And they seem to be getting that right, like Ladders or not. Um, and I think it could be a blueprint for a lot of job sites dice monster whoever that have fallen off the map in the last you know five ten years to look at how do we get back into the generation of eyeballs business and how do we do that maybe they look at ladders so to be because there are journalists out there that want to write yeah they want to write probably fairly cheap and and yeah they're probably fairly cheap and they'll you know write the the all the the tmz shit that 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 you want um, but again, at the end of the day, if you want this stuff shared, um, you can do, you can go the cheap route, the TMZ route, or you can go the route of, they, they've got some good articles on there, man. They've got some very, very good articles. Um, and again, it's in the eye of the beholder, but, uh, I'm just, I'm just not a fan of dumbing down the industry. And every time you pull up an article, it just drags your IQ down. All right. I'm going to say this and we're going to move on because I don't oh, spend God. more time on this. Like, I've been blogging for a long time, okay? The blogs that I spend a ton of time on research-wise, you know, thought I, I try to make as thought-provoking and, and 20, 20, 60 minutes type as possible almost always fall flat. The posts that I put up that take me 20 minutes to write yeah. that are about an idiot at a job site or a, somebody – like those are the ones that go – nuclear in terms of sharing and comments, et cetera. So people want their goal. If, if their goal is to drive traffic, I'm telling you, people don't want to read the economist. 
They want to read People magazine. And that's, you know, I would rather write really thoughtful things sometimes, but I sometimes <laughs> go into what's going to get eyeballs because that's what the people want. And I should be giving the people what they want. Okay. We're done with that. We're done with uh, that. Okay. 500, 500 startups. We'll, we'll revisit it in a, uh, a deep dive or something. Um, uh, 500 uh, startups, a company that gives money to startups, uh, recently announced their latest class of, of newbies. Uh, there were 22 companies, I think, total. Uh, there, uh, four, of, uh, four of those were employment-related. Um, one of the more interesting ones, I think we'll agree, is VCV, which is a horrible name. Yes. Um, I think VCR every time, which is old technology <laughs> and antiquated. You're but, so old. These guys are another company uh, that we've talked about before that that are taking automation to recruiting, and I love like there are there are numerous misspellings in their site and bad English. I don't know where this company's from, Russia, but Russia, but but like the pure message of we'll turn uh, forty eight hours or whatever. To, I'm gonna I'm gonna get it right here if I can. Um, it's basically turning, you know, 48 hours of recruiting into four minutes or something like their, uh, their marketing as bad as it is overall. Like you look at that and you go, holy crap, you're right. Like the cost that it would take a person to source this many candidates and to review yeah. them and contact them. So it's the whole thing we talk about of like how much of recruiting can be automated Here's a startup that's looking to bring that to the forefront in a big way, and they've just got a little bit of money from a pretty reputable um, venture capital, you know, company or firm. Well, this goes past sourcing. This goes well past sourcing. So I agree 100%. So what you're what you're looking at is it actually said the average recruiter spends 21 hours to select three people out of 250 resumes. Right? Um, it, this technology can do it in a matter of seconds. Uh, and the thing that I love about this is what they're doing is, and, and, and Sean, the CEO over at Hiring Solved, I think had the best idea or introduction to how Hiring Solved does this, their AI, is it's almost like an Iron Man for a recruiter. You know, it, it makes them do things faster. Uh, and much like an iOS or, or, or Jarvis or Friday operating system. So the recruiter's going to stay there, right? The recruiter's not going away. But sourcing, sourcing won't take 48 hours, right? It'll take a matter of seconds. Um, being able to go through and actually schedule an interview uh, can be done by a chat bot. And as we saw from articles and research, job seekers don't mind uh, chat bots re reaching out to them. They just want somebody to, to, to engage with them because they're not being engaged. Uh, and then the, the phone video or the phone interviewing and the video interviewing aspect of this. So it goes beyond just that of sourcing. It starts to go into more of uh, setting up the interview. So scheduling the interview, getting the interview set up so it's phone or video interview. It's 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 pretty cool stuff. But yeah, it's funny so, with the so with is, the go ahead. So this is great. And and startups with marketing challenges and we know who they are, right, Chad? Like they're you know yeah. this is great. So it says recruiter versus recruiter using VCV. So the old way is eight hours to screen two hundred and fifty candidates. The VCV way is two minutes. Five hours phone interviewing versus three minutes. 
you know, one hour to schedule interview, three minutes to schedule interviews. And then the, in the bottom it says, you know, 21 hours versus 45 minutes. And to me, that's, that's like incredibly powerful. That's big. That's, that's big. big. Now, that's, that's, that, that's huge. And what they're doing here is they're showing the recruiter versus the recruiter in the Iron Man suit again. I mean, it's really cool. It's cool. Um, yeah, but still, I I, I want to say there are still going to be jobs lost from this because <laughs> it is uh, sorcerers. You have sorcerers, and some teams have sorcerers that are dedicated to doing this. Um, AI is going to take over, right? Yeah. Interview scheduling, is, those types of things. This is some Paul Bunyan shit because <laughs> you know you and and so like there's a there's a there's a company called Talent Crowd that essentially. Um, has an army of sorcerers around the world. And when companies submit a rec, basically this army of people go into action and do all the sourcing things. So and, uh, so you're having companies that say technology is going to do it all, but then now you have companies that say, look, we have an army of sorcerers. Give us a job. We'll give you, you, know, we'll give you eight solid candidates in 24 hours. It's like, who's going to win this battle? And it's a hell of a lot of fun to watch. Um, I tend to side with humans, maybe, which might be a fool's errand. Yeah, I know no. you're a tech. You're the tech guy. Yeah, um, no. But yeah, this is this is the trend, and it's very interesting and exciting to see these yeah. companies pop up. It, it, we've seen tests of this, and with Brylant uh, at the SourceCon. Uh, I mean, out of the top ten sorcerers, like I mean, I'm not going to say in the world, but at least you know, out of a, a, a really awesome crowd of sorcerers. Um, you know, Brylant came in third. And to be quite frank, I don't know if that was really third. It took the winner f- like 28 hours to find the right candidate. It took Brylant uh, seconds to go through over 6,000 resumes. I mean, and, and match the yeah. rec and those types of things. Yeah. So we both came just, out yeah. saying like the robots won. Like they might tout yes. it as third place, but the robot yeah won that competition well and hiring solved unofficially was a part of that and they did incredibly well so i mean it's like they're there not to mention you've got to remember and this is the most important part so the gentleman who took 48 or 28 hours to actually do this awesome 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 sorcerer right awesome sorcerer the thing is the machine is going to learn from him that's what happens. That's what happens, guys. So those that army of sorcerers that you have, machines are going to learn from that. Next thing you know, that army of sorcerers, that company that says they have an army of sorcerers, that's going to be a lie. The army of sorcerers is going to be a few humans who do the finalizing of the reviews, but the robots are going to be doing the the initial and the the major part of the work. If you're a recruiter, do you buy this service? Or do you hope it never, like... Oh, no, dude. If you're a recruiter, you want this service. And here's why. Because it's going to save you so much time. So Does sourcing is a part... A just No, no. Sourcing is a part of recruiting. And I really well, think... some I recruiters, think, maybe. Right? I mean... Yeah. Sourcers, this will put out of a job. I mean, I mean, individuals who are just focused on sourcing and that is their job, this will put them out of a job. Recruiters who have to source, they run like a, what they call a full desk, um, it, it is entirely different. They need these types of, uh, of technologies to be able to help them do their jobs faster and more efficiently. Let's hear from one score and we'll come back and talk about gender, Work. diversity, equality, which we're sure to get in trouble 
Uh, four. All right, stay tuned. Ever made a bad hire? Well, who hasn't? Hiring the right person can be extremely difficult and, quite frankly, can kill your business if you get it wrong. Well, now thanks to the folks at Wonderlick, there is an easy and affordable solution that can help you find the future rock stars and help you avoid the bad apples. It's called OneScore, and you can try it for free. That's right. Chad and Cheese listeners can get a free seven-day trial by visiting wonderlick.com slash cheddar. That's W-O-N-D-E-R-L-I-C dot com slash C-H-E-D-D-A-R. Use OneScore to make your hiring process smarter. Go to www.wonderlick.com slash cheddar and start your free OneScore trial now. So, so the last time we ventured into female territory, I think, was the period <laughs> off days or whatever, right? It very well could have been. That was many episodes ago. Yeah, that, no one was listening. Um, and a few more might be listening, so let's try not to get into trouble. But um, and, and the issue is nothing to do with gender at all, uh, at least from my perspective. But there was a, a company, there's a company called Work, W-E-R-K. Uh, and the URL is something different. Say work. I, I long for the days when URLs used to make sense and just were .com and the name, but now it's all like get and buy and check out and see and go and whatever. So anyway, so they're called work. Um, and their, their mission is essentially to help women, um, in the workforce with flexibility and work-life balance. And, you know, we're seeing a lot of that, particularly on like, um, the employee uh, review side, so you see in her site and Fairy Godboss. So um, there, there are a lot of different angles that the the women in the workforce uh, is taking. What I find intriguing about this company is they charge a forty eight dollar yearly subscription to be in the ecosystem to search for the jobs. And I, I haven't been into the site, so I assume there are resources and things like that. But historically. Charging job seekers to use your site is a non-starter. It's a yes. killer, yep. killer. Because why would I pay you when this stuff is for free out here? Like, is anything that you have really that proprietary? Probably not. And we talked earlier about the ladders, uh, whose business model originally was hundred hundred k jobs. You gotta, you know, it's exclusive to be in the club and yada yada and. Right. It, it's not that anymore. So what, you know, I kind of hate it historically, but I kind of like it because people more and more are getting used to paying subscriptions thanks to Netflix and, you know, what we do online. And I think more importantly, um, it, it probably keeps the men out of the site, knowing that there's a sort of a door fee or an admission fee. And it probably helps women feel more comfortable uh, being a part of the site, knowing that you have to actually pay to be a part of it. So I don't know if it'll work historically, but I kind of like it. What do you think? Well, first off, the the domain for all you out there, it's it's saywork.com. And the way that you say spell work you, is say W-E-R-K, saywork.com. Say, um, yeah, it is, say, it is say, very, you are no Paul McCartney. Um, That's my Michael so, Jackson no. Um, so anyway, back to back to my point. Yeah, it's very ladders-esque. 
Um, and uh, it worked for ladders for a while until it didn't, until they had litigation and a class action lawsuit. So, I mean, it's just one of those things. If you're if you're a vendor and you're going to charge for something, um, much like uh, work is right now, you know, be a part of the revolution. Work is the only marketplace of top jobs with pre-negotiated flexibility. If they can't make that work, where it is pre-negotiated flexibility and there start to be jobs that are like backfill jobs or, I mean, if they're not getting the amount of jobs that they need to get um, and they have to do something to be able to try to draw in more content for the individuals who are paying $48, that's where ladders got into trouble, part of where ladders got into trouble. So they're, they're making promises um, for $48 a year that their asses better cover. That's all I'm saying. And, and if they can do that, that is awesome. I, I really appreciate that. But if they can't and they're playing this whole cos, you know, cosmetic, um, you know, you've been mommy tracked. We're going to help you not be that way. We'll help you rise up the, 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 the chain to CEO or whatever it is. You know, you better be able to deliver. Amen. And I think I it, it'll be an interesting precedent if they can get away with charging $48 a year to their job seekers um, yeah. and more job boards and job sites might um, take that cue and, and follow suit. Well, it's Safe. interesting. It's interesting. And I don't know, you know, they, they, it says on their, on the homepage, flexibility is the future of feminism. And, you know, so there are two, two women and a man, you know, I'm, I, I guess they're trying to pull, you know, everybody can be a feminist. I don't understand what, what that actually means. Again, maybe I'm sure somebody can explain that to me. Um, everybody's a feminist. I, I don't know. You got me. Either way, I think we're out of gas on this show. And I need coffee. It's, it's been a great show, but uh, let's bring it to an end. Uh, always thank you for listening and uh, we'll be back next week. Hashtag Chat this Cheese. Been the Chat, Chat and Cheese Podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single show. And check out our sponsors because they make it all possible. For more, visit HireDaily.com. Oh, and you're welcome. Booyah. How much do you understand the future of finance? I'm Jim Roos, a top 10 banking influencer and host of the podcast Banking Transformed, where we dive deeply into the rapidly evolving world of banking and financial technology. Join me as I interview industry experts, thought leaders, and innovators as they unravel the latest banking trends, disruptions, and game-changing technologies reshaping the world of finance. Redefine your understanding of the banking ecosystem. Subscribe now to Banking Transformed, available wherever you get your podcasts and now available on YouTube.